So that's an encouragement to us to say, never ever relax. Always make sure that God is your refuge. Whether things are good, God has to be your refuge. Whether things are bad, He is still your refuge. Never relax. Amen. We're always going to win. Yeah. Always, always going to win. Hello everyone and welcome back again to our program today. Without wasting time, today we have uh, my wife, Francine, who's going to share a little something. So I would encourage you to be there, listen and download the audio, share the audio and uh, comment. Whatever, whenever you have something to say or something to add and whatever we are sharing, you know, you can comment down below. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know let us know your thoughts <clears throat> so without going uh taking much time let me pray and then she's gonna share let's pray thank you father for this time that we have i pray in jesus name lord as we listen to your word uh teach us what we have to learn uh after we've listened god may you continue to teach us even more uh we bless you we thank you god in jesus name I pray for Francine as she share your word. God, use her and uh, speak through her. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Today, I'm going to try to keep it short. Okay. Um, so, we're going to re read two scriptures, but the main focus is going to be on one. So, um, our main scripture today will come from the book of Esther 9. Esther 9. I'm already there. Okay, so Esther chapter 9, and we'll read verse 20. Henry, you should have read Okay, Esther 9, verse 20. Verse 20 says, And Mordecai wrote these things, and sent letters to all the Jews, near and far, who were in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus. Don't look at me! I'll continue. <laughs> yeah. Continue? Yes. Up to what? Um, okay, keep keep going then. Um. Okay. Uh, he sent letters to all the provinces of King Hesuras. 21 says, To establish among them that they should celebrate yearly the 14th and 15th day, days of the month of Adar. 22, as the days on which the Jews had rest from their enemies, as the month which was turned from sorrow to joy <coughs> from them, and from mourning to a holiday, that they should make them days of feasting and joy, of sending presents to one another and gifts to the poor. All right, we uh, can stop from there. Okay. Thank you. <coughs> okay, so I didn't want us to like read the whole chapter, but so I'm gonna kind of give a little background so it makes more sense but if you're able to read the whole chapter of just the whole book of Esther it's a really short book you can finish it you know in an hour or whatever if, if 
you know, depending on your setting. So I would encourage you to read it. It's a very short but powerful book in the Bible. So in chapter 9, basically, um, if you go back, if we were to go back to, you know, chapter 7, that's where the story kind of starts. There is a man named Haman who hated the Jews. He wasn't in the favor of the Queen Esther either. Uh, because he knew that she had found favor in the eyes of the king. Yeah. And so his goal was to um, execute basically Esther's uncle, Mordecai, and the Jews because he knew how much influence they would have. And then, you know, seeing that Mordecai is being favored by the king and being put in a position of authority he felt threatened and so his goal was to kill them so he takes you know all the glory um but when you read the chapters you you get to see the story where everything turns around and god acts in favor of esther and her uncle mordecai and so that's just a little background of the story and so after um you know the king favors Esther and, uh, and Mordecai and all the Jews. He commanded that Haman, the man that was planning to kill basically Esther and all of the Israelites, should be the one to be executed. So he was killed. Um, and so they were celebrating that, you know, our enemies were planning evil against us, but God has turned it to joy. And so the king said he made a decree and said well let this day be like a national holiday of some kind from this day forward where the Jews celebrate victory over their enemies so they made it a day like from their own it had to be like whenever that day came they had to celebrate the victory that God has given them so this is just a background of the whole chapter and what's what it's talking about So when I read that verse, verse 20, I was like, wow, you know, the Jews had suffered for a long time and no matter where they went to, they succeeded, but there's always somebody that's trying to fight against them, you know. So some of these people, Esther and the like, and Mordecai and the like, from the day they were born, they're probably fighting someone or running away from someone. This is all they knew their lives. Whenever they take a little break from from uh, war, somebody else comes and hates on them. So it's it just kept going and going, and this is all they knew their lives. But here is Esther, you know, somebody unusual, I should say. The unexpected ha- happened, and God uses her. So verse 20, when I read it, I was like, okay, so really... It only takes one day, one day for your story to change. And when I read that verse, I was like, wow, this is very powerful. Because all of her life, Esther, and all of his life, Mordecai, they have known maybe running away from their enemies. They've lived in misery. And now they're about to face death. But just one day changed their life for the better that the Lord defeated the person that was at the center of wanting to fight the Israelites. Hmm. He destroys the enemy and they are no longer a threat and now they are rejoicing. It only takes one day for your life to change. Yes. Okay. Um, 
And so when I read that, it reminded me of the story of Job. If you go like just a few pages um, in front of that chapter is the book of Job. Job chapter 4. Um, Job chapter 4. We read the story of Job. We're not going to go through the whole story. But um, that's where Job... Job, uh, Job's children were partying and everything, and then just within a glimpse of an eye, they all lost their lives. Mm. So if you're free, you can read Job chapter four. Uh, is that right? No, sorry, Job one. <laughs> sorry, Job one verse four, not Job chapter four. Job one verse four. Yeah, this is where Job's children are partying, and then they they died in in one sitting so from verses four going down also this is another example where your life can change in one minute your life can change in one day so as i was reading this i i was asking myself that um today if today is that one day that your life is going to change now i'm asking everybody yeah. You know, this is just a rhetorical question. If today was a day that your life was going to change, is it going to change for the good or for worse? You know, for better or worse? That's just a question for self, for all of us to just kind of reflect. That's what I was reflecting on when I read. I said, okay, if today was that day for me where my life was going to change, would it change in a good way or in a bad way? We see Job's children. The, these were, you know, one of the richest families at that time. And their life changed. They just were gone in, in a blink of an eye. And for the Israelites, in a blink of an eye, they are celebrating they were captives and now they're free to do whatever they want. Mm. Um, so for you and I, if today was a day, that day that your life would change, depending on what you, all of us are doing now, do we think our lives will change for the better or for worse? Mm. So my prayer is that may, um, may that one day that will change our life be like Esther, like the change that should happen to us, we should all want a change that would not only change us today, but for generations to come. Because this freedom that they got here was a freedom that reigned for years after Esther and Mordecai were gone. So that should be our desire that may that one day where our lives is changed, may the change be positive enough and may it change generations to come from now. Yeah. But then it's going to depend on the choices and the decisions that we're making now. Okay. Um, and my just to conclude, I kind of looked it up as we were getting ready to start. Like, a visitation. I, I liked what somebody said here. It says, God's visitation is the manifestation of God that bears his own hallmark so that no one else can take glory or the credit. Mm. Okay. So I was like, what does that even mean? You know, trying to break that word down. And I said, oh, okay. It took me to the, to the story of Saul. If we remember Saul, Saul was killing lots and lots of Christians. But just one visit from the Lord changed his life for good. 
like it changed his life to the rest of his days to the day that he died yeah. so you don't need 52 visits from god knows who for your life to change all you need is one visitation and your life will change just one visitation will make you a testimony yeah. um, god's visitation is an experience an experience that each and every one of us need and we have to hunger for to experience things beyond our imagination amen, amen. Um, and when i was like concluding this message I, I also was being reminded about a visitor that comes to your house and funny enough when right before we were doing this recording we had a visitor yeah. so when i was going to when i remembered the visa i was like okay when we have guests in the house they don't stay forever you yeah. don't expect a guest to stay with you forever and ever you know after, you know <laughs> yeah. so i'm gonna hold my comment so anyway you expect them to leave however when you when you experience a visit from God, it changes the course of your life forever. Yeah. To the day you will die, once you get the visit from God, it changes you forever and ever. So my prayer tonight is that let us all position ourselves to where when that visitation day comes, let the result of it be positive for us and not in a negative way amen. amen and let us position our hearts to a state where the spirit of god never leaves doesn't just come as a visitor in our hearts but stays yes so that was what the the revelation that i got from that chapter and i don't even think that i kind of portrayed it the way i wanted to but i feel like if everybody else that's listening goes and just reads the chapters from the very beginning it will be more clearer um more clearer to you and probably you get a deeper a deeper revelation of what the visitation of God can do in your life. Amen. So our prayer tonight is that may God visit us. I don't know in, in what area like you would want the Lord to visit you. But when that vis visitation day comes, you, you want to be ready to receive whatever the Lord has in store for you. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that word. And I believe that everybody... When your visitation comes, mm. you will know it. You know, sometimes uh, God would come to visit, but you will miss it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I pray that everybody, when your visitation comes, that day that's going to change the rest of your life come, mm. you realize that this is an opportunity. Mm. And sometimes an opportunity doesn't look like it's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Maybe it will come in not dressed well. Mm -hmm. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> an opportunity could come not dressed well. An mm -hmm. opportunity could not be driving a Benz or a BMW. Mm. An opportunity could be driving a 1982 Toyota. Oh, boy. <laughs> so yeah. when that opportunity comes, mm. don't miss it. Amen. Like she said, when the Holy Spirit comes in our lives, we should long that he should stay, mm -hmm. not go anywhere. It's that Holy Spirit who's going to let you know, like, this opportunity right here, mm. don't miss it. Mm. So, yeah, thank you so much for that word. And uh, may God continue to 
give you more so that we should be you know you should be giving us more and more amen, mm. amen. Mm. so you want to close us out sure pray. Yeah. <clears throat> let's pray heavenly father we thank you and we bless you for your word Mighty God, we pray for our brothers and our sisters mm. and even ourselves, Lord, that um, as we continue to meditate on this word of oh God, we pray that each and every one of us will experience that visit, Almighty oh God, from you. Amen. May we not miss the opportunities that you have in store for us, oh God, yes. because of our stubbornness, because mm. of our sin. Father, we pray that make our hearts uh, may our hearts be ready to receive, oh God, that what that which you have in store for us. Amen. I pray, Almighty God, that that one day that we've been waiting for, that we've been longing for, that somebody listening right now has mm. been praying and believing for, oh God, a day that will change their lives for the better, oh God. May mm. it come, and when it comes, may they not miss it, Almighty God. Mm. We thank you and we bless you, oh God, that that change, oh God, will benefit generations to come. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Amen. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, for watching. Thank you. Until next time, uh, it's bye from us. Thank you so much. Amen. Bye.